Hello everybody and welcome to round 31 of the LA Commute. Guess what time it is? It is 7.30. No, it's 6.30. It's 6.30. (coughs) So I'm late today. But I, I blame watching the game on that fuck I put my did I leave my cigarettes out oh whatever I don't need to smoke today um but guess what time they project me to get there at and I'll give you a hint it's fucking Friday they project project me to get there at 730 <coughs> They're putting me in an hour. No, I don't think it's going to be an hour. But, like I always fucking say, Friday is just too fucking awesome. There's just too much goodliness that they put into Friday. It's ridiculous. Because when I, I woke up and I was tired and I was like, what, seven o- 6 o'clock? And, uh, but then I looked at how long the commute was. It was like 50 minutes. I was like, what the fuck? That's fucking ridiculous. So I went back to sleep. Got some more. Got a few more winks in. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, so. Friday is just too fucking awesome, man. It's just too fucking awesome. Like, the best day of the week also has the shortest commute. It's just... It's just too... Got too much goodliness in it. Oh, I'm so happy it's Friday. So fucking happy it's Friday. It's just... can't beat Friday. I mean, I think that's why they have TGIF. Everybody knows it. There's no TJIS. You know? Like I said, Friday is better than... Friday is better than Saturday, in my opinion. And it's fucking overcast today. I fucking love the overcast. It's fucking good times, everybody. Good fucking times. Uh, I got some work to do, but other than that, what else am I going to do? What else in my mind? Well, to start it off with, congratulations to the Raptors. Ooh, that team. That'll be that's one of those miracle teams. 
But you also have to say that they did not play Golden State at their best. Because Golden State kind of fell apart. They had three injuries on their team. They had Durant get injured. Then they had Looney get injured. Then they had Clay get injured. Everybody got fucking injured. Everybody got injured. Kyle Lowry did really well the first half, but I called it that he was not going to do well the second half. And Frank, or Fred Vandefleet, that guy did really well. And I think he did well because he's uh, he's young and because he's young he just has no fear when you look at him when he plays he doesn't have fear in his eyes because he plays with no pressure people don't expect anything from him they have zero expectations when, you have, when people have zero expectations of you you could do a lot better than if people put a lot of expectations on you. And then Kawhi and Danny Green, they have pressure on them, but uh, they got, they fucking won championships before, so they know what it, it's not like uh, it's their first time, so they got a lot less pressure going on them than um, other people. Kawhi really had actually a lot of pressure, but he's just, he's pretty cool-headed under pressure. I saw one um, in the last play. Iguodala was guarding him. And Kawhi is so fucking strong. He was holding him off with like one arm. That dude is so jacked now. funny so it's saying it's bored man gets paid and that's what he would he would talk tell his teammates when he was in college because when they were trying to get into the NBA <clears throat> he figured that if he was a good rebounder that would be a that could that could be a possible route to getting towards the NBA so so he'd always go bored man gets paid 
And I think his mentality has always been, if I do the dirty work type of stuff, I can make it, that's how I could get to the NBA. So he worked on doing the dirty work. Because his defense is really good too, which is kind of like the dirty work too. It's not, his offense didn't come around till later. All the other stuff came first. And if you think about it, well, it, the thing is, it's good that his office came. His office ha- had to come because you can't be a superstar just on defense alone. So, but because he did train on the other ways, like rebounding, because uh, he trained in the ways that, like, okay, I got to do all these small things to get to the NBA. Yeah, and the, you know what's fucking going on right now? You know what's fucking going on? I've had four people move out of the left lane for me. Do you know how uncommon that is? Because I'm going much faster than them. I'm going like 80. Do you know how uncommon that is? That most people are just jackasses and they sit in the left lane forever, going at like 70? Fucking Friday. Fucking Friday. It's a crazy day. It's like a it's a reminder of how good life could be, I guess. Your your weekly reminder of how great life could be. Just to help you just to to reset all the badness in your life. But yeah, I think because if he played with that mindset, because he's super fucking efficient, too. Why? Like, his field goal percentage is really high. It doesn't take a lot of bad shots. I don't know. But that dude, he went to a team that couldn't get it out of the second round and brought them a championship in a traded year. The team wasn't even built around him. This is literally a loser team. And he goes there and he makes them a champion. It puts him in the conversation of being one of the greatest players. Like, well, we'll see how his career goes. He's still young. He's only 27. But everybody looks at... Everybody's always, like, talking about Giannis as the new person coming up. The king of the East. Like, Kawhi, man. And Durant, you know, taking over since LeBron is gone. It could just be that Kawhi is the... I mean... If anything... You should get a fucking... uh, A statue, I guess. You know? No one else brought a championship to these guys. I guess they would give one to Laurie. He's been with the team for so long. But really, it's not Laurie. Really? That dude has been with the team for so long and they haven't... They haven't been... They didn't win. He was there for a long time. Not a good time.
gonna be interesting to see what happens in the off season because Durant is out for the entire next season. So, like I said, I still think he's gonna get max, no matter where he goes, because he's fucking Kevin Durant. People will max him out. But because he's injured and everything, will he just stay with Golden State? the thing about Kawhi too he did it on a team where he was basically the only superstar there was nobody else Kyle Lowry is not a superstar he's not like Kyrie and when LeBron won he had Kyrie and Kevin Love and I guess you could try to say that Marcus Saul is like that or Serge Ibaka, but I don't think they're as good as Kevin Love is. Like, because Marcus All is old, and uh, Serge Ibaka is old. Kevin Love, people don't remember, was the man on his own team when he was on the Timberwolves. He was like the number one person. Like, the Warriors had, like, five, six All-Stars on their team. Granted, two of them, two of them got, uh, fucking injured. But, uh, Kawhi's team was not, it's not a superstar team. it's similar I mean the Bucks team isn't a superstar team either they're missing that uh, two superstar two superstar minimum crazy and when LeBron won in Miami he had Dwayne Wade who was still good at that time and Chris Bosh who was the who was the leader of the Raptors during that time so Kawhi did it without help that's amazing and I mean look at the fucking Rockets they have Harden and Chris Paul two superstars It's just fucking amazing that what that guy did. So glad I still have his jersey. The fucking number two Spurs jersey. And Kawhi is like the coolest player too, because he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do. He doesn't have a lot of theatrics when he plays. He's just really cool-headed. 
wins like five, six. What if he wins like three or four more times? It's nice that he brought that he has Danny Green with him. <laughs> Danny Green came with him. So I read this article about this girl who goes to like a very, very elite school. I think the Bush's daughter went there and Clinton's daughter went there and Joe Biden's granddaughter went there or something like that. A super elite school. And, oh, this car stopped right here. And um, she's suing because she's suing so she didn't get into so that school's super elite and she didn't get into 13 schools that she applied to now the first thing is I think she complained that the grades that she received in her class were too subjective and the class that she complained about Guess which class this is. Math class. Fucking math class. The least subjective class that you could say. It's just fucking... Do you know how to do it or you don't know how to do it? There is no like, oh, I think you did a good job. It's no. Like, did you do it or you didn't do it? So this already tells you something about the person, right? (laughs) Well, also coming from an elite school. The thing is, I understand that coming from an elite school. Like, they do take less people. Like, they, once people get their quota from the elite schools, they take less people. So I get that. But when I hear that you're complaining about math, then I'm like, what the fuck? That's, that's not a subjective subject. It's the most... If math is a subjective subje- subject, there is no objective subject. Because that, that's just it. Like... If, if you think that math is subjective, then you think there's nothing objective them. So this person's already a complainer, right? Then you look at the who the person is, right? So it's a woman, already a minority. So less privileged. Because you would think it would if the person is complaining that they're being left out, they would be in the majority. So it's a woman... And on top of that, it's an African-American woman. Now, I don't know what her thing is, but I feel like African-American women would not be discriminated against based off of anything. In fact, the fact that she is complaining is ridiculous because I bet she has so many more advantages than the white guy or the Asian man or woman like those guys probably have to score 
so much higher to get into the same schools and then she's complaining. That shit's fucking ridiculous. Like with the new SAT thing that they're doing to like push down Asian people. And the way that I I've been that I've heard it is basically what they're doing is okay. They're taking away the spots from white people and giving it to like black people and Mexican people. But they're taking away the spots from Asian people and giving it to the white people. Like Asian people just get fucked over like crazy in this situation, which is ridiculous. It's really sucks because it's not a meritocracy. You have to like you need, the test exists for a reason. And if you're not going to do something based off the test, then what are you going to do? That you're going to say it's something else that something that you can't obtain. Like, we want to judge, like, it's just based off a of race. Like, I remember when I read about the new SAT, the, the dean at Georgetown said that it's a great way to get to race without saying race. And I was like, what the fuck? So you, you're saying you want to be discriminatory and racist without doing it? Is that the answer? I do not feel like that's the answer. And it happened in New York where um, New York is known for having super prestigious uh, um, public schools. And the thing about these public schools are they only accept based off of your test grades. So that's the only factor that they count what you get on your test. If you do very well, then you get into the high school. And they wanted to switch it to um, count other actual subjective factors. But people started protesting. That's like the one thing that Asian people protest. They They protested that. And in Orange County, they actually started to protest because they didn't want the homeless people coming to Orange County. Those are the few things that they care about. But it's fucking ridiculous. See, this person's license plate says Jesus. And then at the bottom, is the Lord. That's an interesting license plate. Jesus is the Lord. I don't know what that really means, I have to say. I don't know what the Lord means. What is a... When I think of a Lord, I think of just like a ruler. Is that... So Jesus is the ruler? A lord as in, like, a lord of England, landlord, is the lord. Jesus is the lord. 
Jesus is the Lord. Hmm. Feels just read as Jesus is the Lord. Just like that. I don't know if anybody denies that. Well, obviously they deny it because they deny whether he exists or not. Oh, this person has a Corazon license plate. I wonder if it's. I'm guessing it's. Maybe it's not a reference to One Piece because I don't see any One Piece stuff. Could just be the Spanish thing because it means heart. Yeah. And I guess if it was One Piece, they'd use a C there. So there's that shit that's going down in Hong Kong right now. You know, the the people are fucking protesting the extradition thing. And originally, my feeling about it was that they shouldn't protest because then that's just going to make... That's just going to increase the amount of restrictions that are on them because they're not going to win, you know? And what happens when you struggle is people will become harsher on you as opposed to if they just think, okay, this is not a problem. They just do their own thing. But then I realized that this is actually one of the things, times that they have to really protest and they have no choice because the extradition would just with the extradition, they would not be able to protest anymore. So after this is over, then it's basically over for them. In the sense that this is their last protest. Because if you protest now, like before and now, like you may get in trouble. Like you can't go to China, I guess, because you'll get fucked. But you're, like, okay to stay in Hong Kong. Like, nothing's going to happen to you. But now, if you protest and shit in Hong Kong, well, after the extradition, then you will fucking get, um, you can get extradited to China. So it's not, it's not safe. It's basically like protesting in China. 
I mean, because Hong Kong is part of China. So I get it now. This is kind of like their last fight. And if they don't, I mean, they're going to lose. But the only way I think of this not, of them not losing, is if they keep up, they have to keep on protesting. And they have, they have to not stop. Because once it stops, it's over. Because that's when the shutdowns will start to happen. And then people won't be able to unify anymore. Because they have so many fucking people right now. They have like a million people that came out. Can you imagine that? A fucking million people. That's an insane amount of people. That's like more than entire cities. A lot of cities in America. So they had a million people come out. And if you're able to keep the protests going on. Keep it going on to a point where it's like. Okay. What is the government going to do? Are they going to have to start. Like hurting their own people. And then. If it becomes so big and so massive. Where. Then they're turning the local police around and if they turn the local police around then that'll be a fucking that'll be a fucking thing that'll be fucking crazy then it could be a fucking war in Hong Kong and if it becomes a war in Hong Kong like between Hong Kong and China Hong Kong will definitely lose but but if they're able to hold out, they could be able to... But then, this is the thing. China doesn't like... China is all about destroying things and making sure that nothing else like that happens. So they don't want to set a precedent where, oh, this country did it, so we can do it. So I think no matter what happens, they're not going to be able to win. Because China doesn't want to lose face over the fucking... So I don't know what would happen. So even if it got to a really bad point where they were like messing up their own citizens, I don't think they could give in because they don't want to set the precedent for other states. Like if Hong Kong does this, that wants to stop, like, Tibet or Xinjiang or those places from doing it. Or, or Taiwan. Because once you show that there's... Once you show that there's weakness and stuff, then the other people will be like... Fuck. Other people will be like, oh, we, I can jump in and do it. I could, like, I could do this. And that's what China doesn't want to happen. So they're going to fucking, they're going to fucking be, they're not going to let that happen. But how far are they willing to go with Hong Kong? Are they willing to like destroy it completely to show people that they're not willing to let this happen? And then if they destroy Hong Kong, then, and I, and I mean destroy Hong Kong in the sense that 
not like bomb it or anything, but just reduce it to like a city. Like just right now, Hong Kong is, I think, the number one city in Asia. Right now, the number one international city. Like it's basically where the East meets the West. Because so many English-speaking stuff there, they're they're at the head for like so many industries and stuff. A lot of headquarters are in Hong Kong, so it's where the East meets the West. There's no other city that's like that. Like Tokyo's not like that. Seoul's not like that. Taipei is not like that. Those Singapore is not like that either. Singapore's too small, so it's really Hong Kong, and Hong Kong has that. Um, Hong Kong has that to its name but if this stuff happens it could easily get knocked down from that title and open up the door for someone else like Seoul the problem with those other cities is they're just not that English friendly they don't have a lot of English speakers there so their finance and commerce isn't as big they're big for their own country but they're not as big globally but if this thing with uh, escalates between uh, Hong Kong and China, is China willing to give up this city as the top city so it can maintain control of its own cities? I think that's the t- I think that's a tough question because if it was any other city, like if it was like some fuck any other city like this city provides a lot in this like I said as a doorway city and the best doorway city and if you and maybe if it wasn't like if it wasn't the best right let's say if Hong Kong was like I don't know like uh, fucking Tokyo or something Tokyo's still pretty high up there, actually. Or let's say, like, it's, like, Taipei. If Hong Kong was, like, Taipei, I think China would have an easier way of crushing it. Like, it wouldn't be as much of... There would be, there would be less hesitation. Because getting to the top is very difficult to do and very difficult to maintain. And once they, once Hong Kong gets, once if they do all this shit and they knock Hong Kong down, and Hong Kong isn't the top anymore because nobody trusts China and they feel like okay, this this is very unstable, I don't believe in it. Then you're not the top anymore, and then you can't dictate a lot of stuff. But I guess if you think about it more. The long-term, the long-term consequences of it, I think you're not the top anymore. That's fine. But if China really is going up like it is, it'll produce another city. It'll, it'll come back with a, its own version of Hong Kong because people just will need to do commerce with China because their population is so huge. They have so many consumers. So, I think in the long term, they would destroy Hong Kong. 
They would destroy Hong Kong, what like what it is, rather than capitulate. Now, I think ideally, what they would like to do is not have to destroy it. But I think if it comes down to it, they will destroy it. I wonder if they can make meet at a common ground. I don't know, because I just think that if they try to do that, it just sets the precedent that, okay, if, if you protest a lot, China will meet you. And it's just like the fucking U.S. and, like, uh, terrorists. We do not negotiate with terrorists. You know? You got... They, they can take a hard-line stance on that, that they do not negotiate with terrorists. So I don't know. And then China's thing, we do not negotiate with protesters. And it makes sense. But will this be an exception? I don't think so. It's sad. It's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. But... So... You can hate on China as much as you want. And believe you me, like, I don't want to live in China. Because I just... You know, people always say shit like... They hate us because of our freedom in America. But seeing all this shit... And I was like, oh, this just sounds fucking obnoxious. No, I don't know about that. But at the same time... I feel like I do have a lot of freedom in America. And I like my freedom. I, I really enjoy having all these things able to do whatever I want to do. It's very good for the individual. America is a great place for the individual. Maybe one of the best place, places in the world for the individual to thrive. But the, that's the thing about Hong Kong, in this, or not Hong Kong, but like China in the sense that it's not an individual. It's more of a nation of because they're homogeneous like all the people are basically the same and even the people that are not the same they just say like you're the same they they like collected all these tribes together and put them together it's part of like their marketing plan essentially they're like oh we're all Chinese people even though there's all these fucking different like minorities there's like there's like over 28 minorities I think in China but but they just characterize them all as, oh, you guys, we're all fucking Chinese. And there's no difference between us, so. So we don't need to separate or anything. But it's a. But because if you work like that, like an ant colony essentially. It's hard, fucking hard to beat the ant colony. The hive mind? That stuff is intense. Alright. Well, I fucking arrived here. We made it. At 7.30. Oh my god, an hour. A fucking hour. When I left at 6.30. It's fucking ridiculous. Friday, you are too awesome. 
Alright, well, it's fucking Friday. I don't need to tell you guys. I hope you guys have a fucking awesome Friday. It's gonna... No matter what, no matter how shitty your Friday is, it's still fucking Friday. It's like pizza, you know? No matter how shitty pizza is, it still tastes amazing. And So I hope you guys have a fucking awesome Friday. Crush it out there. Don't forget to get shit for your dad. Because it's Father's Day this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys fucking crush it, and I will see you guys on Monday. All right, peace out, y'all.